Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Detroit Free Press, I'm Robin Chan with today's voice briefing. It's Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. I'm Susan Tompor, and I'm a columnist at the Detroit Free Press. Many local communities in Michigan and across the country, small business owners and others are thankful this week now that we're seeing an end in sight for the unpredictable UAW strike at the Detroit Three. The strike began September 15th. And ultimately, it lasted 46 days at General Motors, the last of the automakers to reach a deal on Monday. Ford reached its tentative agreement first on October 25th, and then Stellantis followed a few days later on October 28th. UAW members at each of the Detroit three must vote on a contract before any deal is finalized. But the auto workers agreed to go back to their jobs as a ratification process takes place. What will this contract mean for local economies? Retailers in many areas that have UAW members will likely see robust spending as we're looking at significant wage gains and bonuses that will roll into place soon. Immediately upon ratification, for example, some Ford hourly workers who have three years of seniority will see their pay jump by as much as $11.18 an hour or by more than $23,000 a year. Others will see immediate pay hikes of around 6.87 an hour. In general, we're looking at an 11% wage gains in 2023. Will workers in other fields see their companies offer such big raises too? It's debatable and many say it's doubtful. But some labor experts see renewed optimism in the UAW movement, spurring more organizing drives and other gains for workers ahead. This is J.C. Rindle with the Detroit Free Press. The outdoor retail brand Moose Jaw is about to make a hard pivot. The brand's owner, Dick Sporting Goods, plans to close all but three of the 14 Moose Jaw stores early next year, plus the Moose Jaw headquarters in Madison Heights. This news came as a surprise to most Moose Jaw employees. They recall how early this year, Dick's CEO visited them and made assurances that Moose Jaw was here to stay and would remain a Michigan company. However, they traced the real beginning of the end for Moose Jaw to 2017. That is when Walmart bought the brand from private equity firms. Soon after that sale, some brands like Patagonia dropped Moose Jaw, and longtime customers were turned off by Walmart being the owner. Walmart sold Moose Jaw to Dix last March. I'm Andrew Burkle with the Free Press Sports Department. The wild stories about suspended Michigan football assistant Connor Stallions seemingly keep getting crazier and crazier. First, as you've probably heard by now, Stallions was accused of purchasing tickets for games at other team stadiums when the Wolverines weren't playing and having people film opposing sidelines to try and steal their signs. But since then, the story just keeps getting bigger and bigger. 
Late Monday night, rumors and photos started to circulate that allegedly show Stallions on the central Michigan sidelines in Chippewa team gear when they faced Michigan State in the first game of the season at Spartan Stadium. Logically, it is possible because the Spartans and Chips played on Friday and Michigan played the next day down in Ann Arbor. Soon after, Central Michigan confirmed they were investigating whether Stallions was on the sidelines and importantly, did not name any staffer who it could have been instead of Stallions. For example, oh, that's Steve. That's not Stallions. Conveniently or inconveniently, depending on who you ask, Central Michigan played a game on Tuesday night against Northern Illinois. And after the game, CMU head coach Jim McElwain said, quote, we obviously are aware of a picture floating around with the sign stealer guy. Our people are doing everything they can to get to the bottom of it. I certainly don't condone it in any way, shape, or form. He also went on to add that Stallion's name was not on any of their official passes, but also did not deny that it was him. That has left everyone in the college football world online operating in a near Zapruder film-like fashion, trying to rewatch the broadcast of the game to see, could that possibly be Stallion's? So far, there are at least a handful of shots or short videos that at least resemble Stallions. We've compiled those in an article on our website, so check it out at freep.com sports and let us know. Do you think that could have been Stallions on the sidelines? Find more from the Detroit Free Press on freep.com. That's F-R-E-E-P dot com. Thanks for listening, and you'll hear more from us tomorrow.